Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, January 29th, and this is for January 29th through February 4th. The moon is in Taurus this weekend. The Taurus moon always, well, almost always, prefers a slower pace. It likes to take the time to enjoy the finer things in life. Sounds good. Yeah, but the sun is in Aquarius. And Aquarius is all about pushing boundaries, exploring the unknown. There's an emphasis on futuristic endeavors, humanitarian causes. And the Taurus moon will most likely put a damper on Aquarius's enthusiasm this weekend. But at the same time, the Aquarius sun will make it tricky for the Taurus moon to be able to just sit back and relax and enjoy a nice glass of wine. Anytime you have the sun and the moon squaring each other like this, and we are in a first quarter moon, and whenever we're in a first quarter moon, the sun and the moon will form a square, and there will be some tension. In this case, it's the Aquarius sun and the Taurus moon. And the sun-moon square was exact around 7 a.m. Pacific time yesterday, Mm. Saturday. So we're actually moving away from the tension from that particular aspect. Oh, good. That sounds good. Let's move away from that. We're moving away from that one, but at the same time, we're moving towards a a moon-Saturn square. Uh, The Taurus moon is going to form a square with old man Saturn around 4 p.m. Pacific time today, Sunday. And a, uh, yeah, that's that's always a not-so-fun one. But the Moon-Saturn square, yeah, it's just not exactly feel-good energy. This aspect can actually add sort of a dour mood to things. Yeah, we might feel a little bit isolated or we might be overly critical of ourselves or others. And sometimes it's that sort of, oh, man, what am I doing with my life sort of energy. Great. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. So (laughs) there might be certain things also that you're obligated to do under this influence. Usually with Saturn, there's some sort of work involved or something that needs to be accomplished or some sort of scenario where you're required to take responsibility or act responsibly. or, Or maybe there's a lesson for you to learn. Saturn loves to teach us lessons. So... Fortunately, a moon-Saturn square only lasts for a few hours. Hooray. Yay. So by this evening, on the West Coast at least, that aspect will have passed. Well, that is some good news. Glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. And there's some more good news coming up here pretty quick. Uh, because while that moon-Saturn square can lower our energy, make us feel drained perhaps, or only seeing limits instead of possibilities, we do have a couple other aspects tonight, Sunday, that could make us feel electrified, amped up, and enthusiastic. And the big one, and I mentioned this a little bit last week, but the big aspect is that the sun is forming a trine with Mars. So the sun and Mars will be exactly 120 degrees apart. That's a trine, and it's a harmonious aspect. Mm. And both the sun and Mars are in air signs. The sun is in Aquarius, Mars is in Gemini. So expect there to be a lot of mental energy today. Yeah, a lot of thinking. If, If you like to think... Today is the no, day for you. But I don't. Yeah, and if you don't feel like thinking, today is not the day for you. <laughs> and this will actually carry over to Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. Oh, great. Yeah, when the moon will be in Gemini and things will be moving very, very quickly around us. But right. for today at least, the Sun Mars trine suggests that our desires and our actions will be in 
harmony. It's a good time to assert yourself. Put yourself out there. Go after what you want. Mm -hmm. You might be feeling more confident because of this aspect. Or if there's a problem you've been dealing with of late, maybe all of a sudden you say to yourself, oh, I know what I need to do to fix this. It's an energy boost for sure. And because Aquarius and Gemini are involved, those are both sociable signs. So the areas of your life where you might be feeling especially empowered right now might be in the areas of marketing, advertising, expanding your social network, and just promoting yourself in general. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'd say that this is going to be a very good week to reach out to people, mm. especially the first part of this week when we're coming off this trine and when the moon will be in Gemini. So reach out socially, professionally, both, all of the above. Throw it at the wall and see what sticks. Okay. Yeah, this is one of those weeks where it's just get out there, talk to people. People will be more open to chatting and to talking and being receptive to hearing from people, I think. So this is one of those weeks. Yeah, just kind of go for it. Uh, also today, Sunday, Mercury, the planet of communication, is also forming a trine. Mercury is forming a trine with Uranus. So Mercury and Uranus will also be exactly 120 degrees apart. In this case, Mercury and Uranus are forming their trine in Earth signs. Mercury is in Capricorn, Uranus is in Taurus. And a Mercury-Uranus trine suggests being open-minded, expanding your awareness. Instead of saying, well, we always do things this way because that's how my mother did things, and that's how her mother did things, and that's how her mother did things, all of a sudden we maybe wake up to the present moment and say, what technology and resources are available to me today in the year 2023 that could help me work or communicate more effectively? You know, maybe you upgrade your cell phone. Maybe you start working with a new app that you were pre previously intimidated by, and now you're figuring it out. And you're like, oh, this app is amazing. It's changed my life. Why haven't I been working with this thing the whole time? Mm. So these two trines, the Sun-Mars trine and the Mercury-Uranus trine, are going to kick off this week with some very strong what's possible energy. And it's also going to hopefully give all of us a big energy boost. If your energy has been low, I know personally my energy this past week was sloth-like at best. <laughs> Same. Yours too, yeah. Uh, I'm hopeful that this upcoming week is going to be a very positive adrenaline boost for all of us. I hope so too. This past week, I was a mess, at least for me. I just felt stressed out. I I mean, there were some wins this week, for sure. I oh, did yeah, have yeah. a lot of professional wins. Yeah, some good stuff, for sure. But personally, I just felt like I was a mess and was stressed out and couldn't figure it out. And I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to a fresh start with a new week. Yeah, yeah. And this one is shaping up to be pretty positive. Good. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I think now is as good a time as any to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Mm. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, mm -hmm. as a Scorpio, you know, the Oscar nominations came out recently. Mm -hmm. And we've seen a handful of the movies. And as always, one of the biggest races every year is who's going to win Best Actor? Who's going to win Best Actress? And uh, we've recently seen two strong contenders for Best Actor, mm -hmm. those movies at least. Um, yes. The Banshees of Inishirin, if I'm pronouncing that right. And the whale. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, as a Scorpio, who mm -hmm. do you have in the best actor race? Well, as a Scorpio, I think I prefer one performance over the other. But in terms of who I think will win, that's that's a tough one. I felt like Colin Farrell was picking up a lot of momentum 
when Brendan Fraser wasn't, but now I feel like Brendan Fraser is back on getting that momentum again. He's got a lot of buzz again. These things sort of ebb and flow, usually with the buzz, because there's so, there's so many months leading up to the Oscars, and it kind of comes in waves. So I feel like it's looking more towards um, Fraser, but I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. I think both gave terrific performances. I would be happy with either one winning, but I don't know. It feels like it's shifting away from Farrell a little bit. What do you think? Oh man, I have no idea ever. I, <laughs> I, uh, but like you said, it seems like it's almost it almost comes down to the night of when you kind of feel like you know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. So between now and then, it's just yeah, it could go back and forth. I same. I'd be happy for either of those guys to win. I'd be happy for anyone. You know, it's always great when anyone wins. Oh sure. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be either Colin Farrell or Brendan Fraser. And again, sure. both of them have great careers. They don't necessarily need it, but it's always great to get that recognition. Yes, this is, even though they've had long careers, this for both of them is their first nomination for yeah. Best Actor, or I think for any. Yeah, and obviously a huge comeback for Brendan Fraser. I mean, yeah. it's one of those things, though, with Brendan Fraser, even if he doesn't win, it's like he's already hit the jackpot. He's, his career has been resurrected. Oh, I hope so. You know, he's going to be fine in the long run. And Colin Farrell's had a strong streak yes. of, of movies his whole career. So. Yes. This is also the first group of acting nominees in quite some time, maybe even a little over 20 years, where all of the nominees are nominated for the first time. Hmm. So it's a group of newcomers, even though a lot of them have been in the industry for a while, like Bill Nye and Colin Farrell and Brendan Fraser, but they're all newly uh, nominated. So that's interesting. Usually you see a lot of returning people. You tend to see the same group of people every year, but the Oscars, I've noticed, has felt a little different in years past Mm -hmm. in a good way i think and i think it'll be yes um so it'll be interesting to see what happens it's going to be hard to follow up last year's show not yeah hopefully there's fewer slaps this year hopefully there's a fewer fewer violence and yelling yeah less violence Um, hopefully and less yelling profanity we'll see i think a lot of people are going to tune in to see if they're even going to acknowledge any of that and it's hard because he did win for Best Actor last year, and that's not necessarily what we're talking about. So hopefully whoever wins Best Actor this year will have a, a great night. Yeah, and they won't slap anyone. That would be preferable. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we will, I'm sure, be talking more about the Oscars in coming weeks. We're just talking about Best Actor today. But again, I guess this is an astrology podcast still, so we should probably yes, get back to that. But we should. Uh, but at the same time, Emily, thank you for sharing <laughs> your entertainment wisdom yes. with us, and thank you for sharing your Scorpio perspective with us. We appreciate that. Well, thank you for letting my entertainment pop culture journalist writer side come out on this podcast and ask a Scorpio. I appreciate being on my turf every once in a while. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. So that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. And now we're going to take a look at this upcoming week. Let's do it. And this week is big time Aquarian energy. And that should not come as a surprise because, hey, we are in Aquarius season. Mm -hmm. So, of course, there's going to be significant Aquarian energy either way. But that Mars sun trine today is going to give a further boost of Aquarian energy. And also this Friday, February 3rd, 
we will have an exact square between the sun and Uranus. And Uranus is Aquarius's ruling planet. Oh, right. Uh, technically, Uranus is in Taurus right now, but it's Aquarius's uh, ruling planet. And while that square, the sun-Uranus square, is exact on Friday, we're definitely going to be feeling that all this week as the sun and Uranus are already within four degrees of this square. And they're only going to be inching closer and closer to that square every day leading up to Friday. Now, Uranus, as I said, is Aquarius's ruling planet. And when Uranus squares the sun, that can create all sorts of impulsive behavior within us, rebellious behavior, wanting to break free out of any areas of our lives where we feel like we're being held back or restrained. And it speaks to news coming out of nowhere as well, surprises. Big shifts could be big shifts in our awareness, shakeups in our day-to-day routines. So we'll be feeling that all week. Should we be scared? This is making me I, a little nervous. Right? I know. Yeah, I'm saying like, <laughs> well, it looks really, really fun this week. Uh, yeah. th- there's going to be some surprises and shakeups for sure, but I think we're going to be feeling more energized this week to deal with it. Oh, well, that's perhaps. good. And the surprises aren't necessarily bad. They're right? not necessarily bad. It can be. It puts you in a new place where you're doing things more effectively or things are working out in your favor. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. By the way, Pin, our cat, is in the booth with us today. So if you hear some uh, noises, that is her playing producer. She's currently looking for something to bite. Yes. Yep. We'll we'll let you know if she finds anything to bite. But we're going to be feeling this energy all week. I'd say we're feeling it already, and it's only going to strengthen as we move through the week. Now, what is the moon doing this week? The moon, as always, is our collective mood and how we feel emotionally on a given day. And as I mentioned, the moon's going to be in Gemini on Monday, Tuesday, and a significant part of Wednesday. And the Gemini moon paired with the Aquarius sun, I would say just buckle your seatbelts. This is active, active energy. It's fast-moving energy. Neither Aquarius or Gemini will tell one another to slow down. If anything, the sun and the moon will be egging each other on all week, or at least the first part of the week, to see who can go faster. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are the days where I'd actually emphasize safety. I don't usually say that, but, (laughs) but be safe out there. Monday, Tuesday, into Wednesday, because, again, things are going to be moving very, very quickly. It will not be boring. I won't even get into the details about what the Gemini moon is doing with the planets because things are going to be shifting so quickly. I'm sorry. Won't Pen matter. is biting anyway, her nails right now. Pen oh, is, is giving is herself a nail freaking out about yeah. this upcoming energy? Sorry, Pen, I didn't Maybe. mean to rile you up about this Gemini moon. But Wednesday, February 1st, the moon will move into Cancer around 12 p.m. Pacific time. And that's hopefully when things will slow down a bit mm-hmm. and you'll be able to catch your breath if you need to. The Cancer moon continues to not have the best relationship with the planets where the planets are at at the moment. And what I mean by that is that the Cancer moon will actually, it's going to be doing pretty good on Wednesday. But Thursday, the Cancer moon will form stressful aspects with the sun and Chiron. So there might be some self-doubt on Thursday, Mm. which is also Groundhog Day. Uh, I mean, this could be a Groundhog Day just riddled with self-doubt, guys. I don't know (laughs) what else to tell you. But on Friday, the Cancer Moon is also going to form some stressful aspects, this time with Mercury, Saturn, and Pluto. And any time the Moon's forming stressful aspects with Saturn and Pluto especially, it's just it's just a tough time for the Cancer Moon right now. Right. So our collective mood could be a little uh, on Friday. Now, the Moon technically is in its home sign when it's in Cancer. Oh. So technically, 
our collective mood should be fairly harmonious when the moon is in Cancer. But a Cancer moon is also very, very tender and sensitive. And when it's bumping up against planets that are in signs that don't jibe with Cancer, there's going to be some challenges Mm -hmm. and soul searching and some feelings of insecurity. And I know for sure that the Cancer moon cannot wait for Saturn to enter Pisces on March 7th, because at least Saturn will be in a fellow water sign at that point. Mm, But um, in the meantime, yeah, Thursday, Friday, we could very much be in our fields. But by, what do we got here? Saturday, February 4th, the moon will shift into Leo. That can give us, you know, again, an ego boost for feeling more confident about ourselves. Okay. And that'll be on Saturday. And then we'll be ramping up for a potentially very dramatic full moon (laughs) on Sunday, February 5th. But Saturday, we'll be feeling good. We'll be feeling confident. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, we'll get a little boost of confidence back by Saturday. Right. These are, we know, we're aware that we're generalizing. But just trying to still suggest, hey, you know, maybe you'll be feeling confidence Saturday. It might be a good day. Yeah, there'll be some highs and lows this week for sure. Yeah. But by next week, and hopefully we'll be riding a high again. That'd be great. Yeah. But in general, this is going to be a very fast-paced week. We're going to be in our heads in the first part of the week when the moon is in Gemini. We will be in our feels in the second half of the week when the moon is in Cancer. And it's also a full moon week, so that will only heighten everything. Everything we feel will be heightened this week. Every thought we have will be heightened this week. Great. Thanks to the full moon as well. So a couple uh, quick things to note, but uh, the only other thing to mention really is the Dwarf Planet Ceres is going to retrograde this Friday, February 3rd. Ceres used to be considered an asteroid, but it was upgraded to a dwarf planet in 2006. And Ceres is in between the orbits of Mars and Jupiter. We all have Ceres in our charts somewhere. Can you spell that for our listeners? Sure, Ceres. C is in cat, E-R-E-S, Ceres. And Almy has Ceres in Leo. Mine is oh. in Virgo. Ceres is currently in the sign of Libra. And after it starts its retrograde phase on February 3rd, It will remain retrograde until May 6th, Mm. and it will backtrack into Virgo during that retrograde period. They say Ceres is how we nurture ourselves and how we nurture others. It's how we mother ourselves or how we mother others in our lives. Mm. So there could be themes around those things at the end of this week as well, like am I taking care of myself? Mm. Is my partner taking care of me in the way I need to be cared for? Am I caring for my partner in a way that meets their needs? So that series turning retrograde on Friday, February 3rd for a couple months. And then the following week, on February 11th, Mercury will finally leave the sign of Capricorn and enter Aquarius. Mercury has been in Capricorn since December 6th of last year. That's a long time for Mercury to stay on a sign. But uh, that happens, especially, mm-hmm. well, it happens every time there's a retrograde phase. Mercury will stay in a sign for a particularly long time. But uh, moving into Aquarius on February 11th. So that's all I've got. Thank you, as always, for listening. We love you. Have a great week, and we hope to see you next week. And in the meantime, I think Almy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Yes, we'll do. So Mercury's been in Capricorn since your birthday. Since my birthday, wow. yes. Okay. All right. So yes, it is deep breath time. Let's just start by releasing any tension that you may be carrying in your body. Unstick your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Let your jaw drop. Release any tension in your forehead, unfurrow your brows, and let your shoulders drop. And you can sit down or lie down, just get in a comfortable position, 
And if you would like to close your eyes, you can close them now. Let's take a slow, deep breath in and release. Deep breath in and deep breath out. Last deep breath in and deep breath out. As always, we thank you so much for your support. We thank you for listening. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Something About Astrology and on TikTok at Something About Astrology underscore. We hope you have a great week and we will talk to you again soon.